You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. I feel like who art ed? Try to spice it. Who art ed? Mr. Wood art ed me. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's off to a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and today we're going to be looking at Felix Gonzalez Torres. Just a reminder, if you're listening on Amazon Music, Spotify, or anywhere else that supports episode-specific cover art, you can see an image of the work with this episode and every episode. And be sure to check the links in the show notes. The network is asking listeners to participate in a survey to help us understand our audience and find sponsors that might be of interest to you. If you take a few minutes to fill that out, you'll be entered for a chance to win a $500 Amazon gift card as our way of saying thank you. And of course, I've got all the relevant links for the Arts Madness Tournament. As Season 6, I've been releasing daily mini-episodes as a refresher on all 64 diverse artists in this year's Arts Madness Tournament. I hope you'll join in the fun throughout the month of March in voting for your favorite artists in a series of head-to-head matchups as we go from 64 down to one ultimate artist. But on to today's topic, Felix Gonzalez Torres. Felix Gonzalez Torres was born November 26, 1957, in Cuba. In 1971, he and his sister Gloria went to Madrid. They stayed in an orphanage there until later that year they were settled with relatives in Puerto Rico. He studied art at the university in Puerto Rico in San Juan, and then in 1979, he moved to New York City. He traveled a little bit. In the 80s, he went to Europe. He studied in Venice. 1987, he earned his MFA from New York University. While at NYU, he was reading a lot of art theory. It seems he was specifically enamored with the idea of the audience as a participant in the arts. In the mid to late 80s, he went on to teach at NYU and the California Institute of the Arts, He joined Group Material, an artist collective focused on community education and cultural activism. In the 1980s, there were a lot of art movements happening. We saw some people focused on minimalism, some people were focusing on pop art. There was a resurgence in expressionistic works. Felix Gonzalez Torres was interested in exploring cultural identity, consumerism, um, you know, the political activism through his arts, and he was doing it in ways that felt a little bit sculptural, a little bit minimalist, but also completely new and different, particularly in the way he engaged his audience with the artwork. His standard way of referring to his pieces was untitled. He wanted something sort of objective that wouldn't lead the audience. He wanted people to be able to look at it, 
sort of with fresh eyes and come to their own conclusions. Of course, while he titled them Untitled, he also tended to put parenthetical titles in, which gave us some clues as to his intention or his inspiration. The vast majority of his works, though, were about the love of his life, Ross, and the AIDS crisis and the way it was handled by society at the time. I think one of the most brilliant things about Felix Gonzalez Torres' work was that he could get at these issues without being explicit. He would suggest things. For example, he put up a series of billboards of just a photograph of an unmade bed as a way of calling out the notion of people's personal lives being up for public scrutiny and debate. Another of his works that really grabbed a lot of attention, and I think is absolutely brilliant, is his stacks of unlimited edition prints. It's a minimal sculpture, but it's also interactive. He would tell the museum to put out a stack of prints and replenish as necessary. People walking through the museum were welcome to take any piece they would like, and the dimensions of the piece would change as the stack was depleted by people coming by and taking a piece. Among other things, I think there's just something so wonderful about breaking down the barrier between the artist and audience, allowing the audience to become a collaborator in the artwork. But also, there's something so wonderfully democratic about such a well-known artist making his work free and accessible to everybody. Museums and the gallery world are notorious for being sort of exclusive, where the value of a work is largely tied to how rare it is and how exclusive it is. It's wonderful to see an artist who makes his work free for all. Of course, it can also create some confusion in museums as people now don't know which artworks they're allowed to touch and interact with and which ones will cause alarms to sound and security to swarm. But I guess that's why we've got to read the little labels on the walls. If I'm being honest, it was only after reading the label on the wall at the Art Institute that I came to understand and appreciate Felix Gonzalez Torres' work. When I first saw one of his pieces, it was just a pile of candy left out on, on the floor in the gallery. I really didn't know what to make of it. It seemed inviting, but also kind of lazy. After reading about it, I realized that the piece I was looking at, untitled Portrait of Ross in L.A., was not just a pile of candy. It was a sort of symbolic portrait. People walking through the gallery are welcome to take a piece of candy from the pile. The pile starts off with 175 pounds. It's Ross's ideal body weight, and the diminishing of the pile mimics the way that he wasted away while he was ill with AIDS. Some people will see the candy as something bright and shiny, something to be enjoyed and then carelessly thrown away. On the other hand, some people will see it as a treat, something to be savored, something unexpected that brings delight, and they take it in. And in that, the piles diminish, but they also get replenished from time to time. And as people take it in, it becomes a part of them. And a little piece of him lives on. 
This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.